You are now listening to Talks with Him, hosted by Jay Lamar. Happy New Year, and welcome to the first episode of 2020. Do you think being in the music industry would affect your dating life? As times change, so is the acceptance in the music industry when it comes to same gender loving men. Many new artists are forced to hide who they love because of the fear of not being accepted by other artists, fans, and record executives. My co-host today is a new artist who is looking to change the game in more ways than one. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Quasaline. Hey, up, boo. What's up? What's How up? are you? I'm feeling good. I'm welcome feeling to L.A. Good. I know, right? Can I be here like already? Like I'm ready to move to L.A. like yesterday, man. It's your time. Here. It's your time. It's, it's definitely about to happen real soon. You got so much stuff that you're working on. Right, right. Um, How are you balancing your many jobs? I don't even know that I'm even balancing it. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't even know. I don't even really know how to answer that question. Well, um, I feel like for me, I've always had my hands in so many baskets. So that's what's natural. That's what's normal to me. Mm-hmm. And I've never really just done one thing. So juggling, you know, working in television and film, being an airline, working in aviation, and then also, you know, doing my music and then experience and also write. I'm starting to learn how to write, you know, for film and TV now. Um, so I don't know. I'm just, it's just natural. I guess I don't know how I can even answer that mm-hmm. really. Cause I'm just doing it. You well, know? you're making it all happen. Thank you. So you too. thank you. So, you know, with your many talents, um, as an adult comes the responsibility of also finding love. Mm. So what would you describe your definition of dating to be? I don't know that one. That one's hard too. I feel like dating is like an intentional experience Mm -hmm. with another individual Mm -hmm. i feel like dating is something that you actually put time into getting to know that person whether it's actually going out on dates whether it's just you know chilling talking on the phone organic you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um getting to know who they are their essence and experiencing them in about the totality you know Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what i feel like dating is but i don't even know like you know in 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 that how do you even be you know start that with the modern day of social media and everything else that we have going on in the in our community i'm just trying to figure out what's organic dating today it's very hard and difficult i would say to date in this era because of the many distractions right and then people viewing um p- the people they date as options right. especially living we've lived in major cities you know mm-hmm. you've lived in new york Atlanta, soon to be LA, you, uh, you and DC, DC area very shortly. Right? So you lived in all those major places. Can you say that? Well, who can you say has provided you the best dating experience? As in far as city, mm-hmm. what city? Oh, um, well, I'm really. I didn't. I was in my shell in DC, so I didn't. Da- I was just really in the house, pretty much, and going to work and. I had two jobs, so I really wasn't. I was. It was a spiritual journey for me there, but um, I would probably have to say Atlanta because that's where I have my most experience. Mm-hmm. In New York, was the first time I actually dated outside of my race. Not the first time I had sex, but mm-hmm. the first time I actually went on a couple of dates outside of my race, which is Puerto Rican. But I mean, Atlanta. I spent the most time in Atlanta, and I uh, I come to LA, you know, and there may be somebody that I see when I come here often. But uh, we just get, you know, trying to figure some things out. So, yeah, I think Atlanta would probably be the best city because that's the only place I have experience. But I will tell you about dating in Atlanta versus me coming to other cities. I get more energy from 
people of other races, like white people, Puerto Rican, Dominican, don't matter, from different cities, New York and L.A., I never have um, a guy from outside of my race really hit on me in Atlanta. Atlanta? Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, because there's so many beautiful black men in Atlanta, so, you know, we take over there. (laughs) Um, Because I would say that for me, actually, like with traveling with one of my jobs, I think that I've had the most, the best dating experiences in the Carolinas. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I feel like one particular north or south? North or south. I oh, feel like okay. the the men there are kind of ready to settle down. I can And I guess they were just like right ra- they were just raised like that way to to okay. seek a partner and settle down. So there is a lot it's a lot more calming. Dating is a lot more easier okay. um and there's structure to dating. I might need to go to the Carolinas. <laughs> <laughs> but like then, you know, Atlanta, I feel like it's a bigger city where there's right. a lot of options, DC, New York. LA is completely a different breed of its own when right, it comes to right. dating. So I would have to agree. I think in like cities like here in New York, you do get a vast variety of people that kind of seek your attention. Right. Um, opposed to in the South. So I, would I will say this though, real fast before we move on, I will say about DC though, I really wish I wasn't in my shell as much because I'm so attracted to the energy of DC and the, the men there. Chocolate city. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Right. I don't know. It's something about, it is something about, it has a special place in my heart, D.C., so I know if I ever had the opportunity to date again, I would want to really probably experience dating in D.C. So, with you being a new artist, mm-hmm. music, bumping, mm-hmm. you know Thank what I'm you. saying? Thank you know, you. bumping. <laughs> um, what do you want your music to represent? Oh, my God, it's so much bigger than me. Um Okay, so this is the real and honest-to-God truth. I was reading a magazine, an SS magazine, years ago at my mama's salon. Mm-hmm. And I remember this is when Sam Smith was coming out, and or Artie was out, rather. And um, I think SS labeled him the new face of soul, or either they asked, is this the new face of soul? Mm-hmm. And I can't really remember right now or what article it was. All I remember is them having that in the magazine, and it really – stunned me to my core and this was way before i ever really even wrote a song i just always used to be singing in the shower at work whatever and so for my music when i saw that and this is no disrespect to sam smith because he's actually inspired me um in more ways than one i love his platform and i like the fact that he gets to be gay and be himself exactly Mm -hmm. but what i want to do for my music and my culture and my journey is to be able to be black and be authentically myself and not be first labeled as a gay artist. Okay. So I want my music to break those, those, I want men, women, children, older people. I want my grandmother to be able to, you know, if I create a song, I want her to be able to vibe with it. So I want it to be about the experience more than about myself because I'm just the artist. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? The music is, is my gift. So would you almost despise the fact that, you know, the first thing that pops up when we Google you is gay new artists. Would that bother you? No, of course not, because it's definitely a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. It's just like, would I be bothered if someone said, you know, black or, you know, whatever my skin tone is or mm-hmm. my class? No, I wouldn't, because it's, it's a part of me. It's, it's just not all the, it's not who I am. It's like the one piece to who I am. So, you know, with Lil Nas X, you know, the process that okay. he did, you know, with, with coming out was very, it was very strategic. Yes, I agree. He hit us with some history. Which I called him, I called him out literally like two days before that happened. Mm-hmm. I called him out, me and my god sister, 
I was like, hmm, his energy. Because I'm, I'm always studying new artists, how they, what they did. Like, let me see where they come from. How long did it take for them to pop? Mm-hmm. And when I, when he came out literally two days before, my god sister sent me a message, a Snapchat, Snapchat thing. And it was like, oh, Quaz, we called it just a couple of nights before. But I didn't see it coming. I seen him. I met him at the BET Awards. He has a beautiful Two spirit, weeks yeah. before he came out. Or a week and a half before he came out. I would have never guessed. I just seen somebody young, vibrant enjoying what they're doing i didn't see him like hiding behind his image um i didn't see that i didn't see gay or anything like that but i'm i don't have a gaydar my gaydar sucks yeah so i can't pick up on the energies i'd be bad with it because you know believe it or not yeah we live in this age we're always okay to be gay but it's really still not necessarily okay to be gay people are still struggling Mm -hmm. with it but especially in your industry it's not as accept it it's not especially to me in the beginning i feel like you have to prove yourself as an artist first right and then maybe people work with you fuck after that. that can i curse can i curse yeah, yeah you can. Fuck <laughs> that shit. no I'm, i don't have to prove myself i did that too much trying to fight growing up i got into so many fights in middle middle school and elementary school just mm. trying to prove my sexuality or my masculinity, masculinity. Mm. really really it was more so my masculinity because i think people what is it called? Demasculate, emasculate, mm-hmm. emasculate a man who's gay, you know. And for me, I'm one of the hardest niggas. I don't have to. My voice don't have to be the deepest. I don't have to walk the most stiffest or sag my pants, which I think that's gay. But um, <laughs> you realize my masculinity isn't how I move, right? You know, it's what I'm accomplishing. It's how I'm knocking these goals and breaking these barriers. That that's that's what that's what determines a man or a woman, mm-hmm. you know. So do you feel like in this industry that being who you are um, as a same gender loving man would hinder you from accomplishing your goals or would you just have to work harder? Um, wow. Um, I definitely think it could play as a hindrance mm-hmm. if you allow it. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I may have to work harder in that essence of just, you know, removing that veil, removing that that layer of myself. Um, but at the end of the day, you get me all of me. And I always said this. I went to a Chrisette Michelle concert years ago when she came to perform at UGA. And I remember her before she went into her set just saying, you know, like I always prayed that my music reaches the crowd it was supposed to reach. Mm-hmm. If that's 100 people, that's 100 people. If that's a million people, I'll take that. So that's what I have to stay true to is I'm not trying to be – I know I have a vision of who I'm going to become, or who I am rather – who I'm becoming, and I know it's going to be massive, but I don't want to move beyond that. I want to. I want it to be what it's supposed to be for me. Right. That's good. That's Does good. that mean I have to work hard? Maybe, but I don't even believe in like you know. I think we were programmed to even have the concept that we have to work hard in the physical aspect. How would you balance being a new artist and dating? Uh. Um, how am I even balancing it now? I mean, just just really, you know, pay, opening myself up to people who are actually stepping to me, right? Mm-hmm. You know, conversationally, you don't have to have it all figured out. I don't want, you know, you just have to have the ambition and the and the, you know, that I have match that. And you you, I don't have it all together yet, so I will be open to just somebody who comes to me, right? It's not, you know, overly sexual. Even though I love sex, I talk to me, you know. So I'm open. I'm open, and it's just all about who. I got so many unread texts, honestly, because people don't step to me right. 
you know, or it's they'll hit me up and say, oh, good morning. And then I realize I'm the person asking all the questions. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like that. So what is stepping to you like? Like, like, right. So what, what does that look like? Like, how can somebody, you know, grab your attention? I think the biggest way is giving somebody a compliment, mm-hmm. whether it's being um, something physical or like, you know, if you see me out here moving, you know, whether or not you've been following me on social media for one, six months or six years compliment me on something mm, okay. because that's what I do for others. If I see you, you know, I'm, oh my gosh, I'm, and it's genuine. I'm really proud of you. Like, and I'm, I say that because too often it's like, it's just only about the physical, mm-hmm. you know, just if you let me, like you said, if you pay attention to me, let me s- tell me how do you, and then do something unconventional, catch my attention some way. Like when people notice that my, I, even though my first song is titled green, I always use green hearts. One of my favorite colors is green. So if you just paid attention to like, maybe they don't even look at it, oh, it's a green heart, but we're like, maybe his favorite color is green. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That or, the little things. Yeah, the little things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what traits would you say that somebody would have to have to be dating you? What do you look for? Spontaneity. Mm-hmm. I love somebody who's just able to get up and go. Um, I want my partner to be adaptable. Because I'm in so many different situations and I'm around so many different people. Um, um, I want my partner to be supportive, communicative. I want my par- partner to have some type of um, emotional sense. I don't mean crying at all, but be, be in touch with his emotions and know how to exp- articulate them. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing is know how to articulate your emotions in a non-vile way. You know, and not from a trauma space. So yeah, and then obviously I want to be, a, I want him to have some type of swagger. Mm-hmm. Like, I love a man that takes time to cleanse himself and, you know, sh- groom himself and you know, smell good and, you know, just that that I'm so attracted to that. You don't have to look like a certain thing. I'm pr- I'm partial to darker tone men, mm-hmm. but at at now it's just like I'm open to whatever. To whatever. Yeah, mm. that's interesting. Um. Learn something new about you every day. Of course. I mean, <laughs> just layers, right? <laughs> so do you feel like if, do you, would you choose love over your dreams ever, you think? Oh, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I don't even think they, they don't, they're not separate. Mm-hmm. My love and my dream is the same thing. So I don't look at them as separate. Although we live in duality, that, those two things are one in hand because I, have had this vision of both and then they coincide. It's not one without the other. Right. Right. I, I look at it like this, like, you know, I want to be, I want to be married. I want to have a family. Um, but I also want certain dreams and aspirations that are going to come true and will come true. Um, and, but I feel like I would be incomplete without both of those. Absolutely. Like, I know there's no way I could choose it. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't be able to choose, but there are some people that would say like, if I had to choose one or the other, you know, give me this over this. Um, majority of hopeless romantics will be like, give me my love. Like, mm. forget the dreams. Um, so yeah. I just like to always hear what people think yeah, about that. And I think, too, like, you know, when you have gone as far as I have in the, the journey and of your dreams, like, you know, and that's why I probably, you know, I haven't really settled. I've only been in one real relate, well, title relationship. We've had situationships, flings, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, I feel like, Maybe the guy that I'm supposed to be with, maybe he's in a higher echelon than I am in right now. Mm. Or maybe we're in the same echelon and we're still working on some things. And as we get to the next level, 
maybe we'll meet each other. You know, maybe we already met each other. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't know. That's the beautiful part about it because now I'm not really trying to figure it out anymore. I'm just like, okay. Going with the flow. Going with, yeah, I am. I really am in a hole. And I'm so much like this person has to control my dream. Mm-hmm. But I really am. I noticed that about I'm about to be 30 next year um, on March 30th. <laughs> so I really feel like um, now that I'm, you know, stepping into a whole new level as far as age is concerned, I'm like, let me just take my hand off of the wheel a little bit and just see how this thing drives. And that's weird because usually it's the opposite. You know, people that step into that next decade of life, especially 30, Mm -hmm. they look at it as, oh my God, time is winding down. I need to find somebody. So with you taking that hands-off approach, yeah, you know, that's weird. Do you feel like you were more hands-on oh, in your 20s? Oh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. When it comes, I'm so like, well, my godmom says magnetica. It's like a Spanish word for meticulous, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to control like every aspect of my shit. It's so much so where it, it creates insanity. Yeah, it can. And it, it, uh, it my, my spirit is, is, is not as. It always, I always re- can see my reflection when I'm experiencing my mom before, like with me being real, like controlling and mm-hmm. trying to know if what's going to happen next, this, this, that. Mm-hmm. Like even with, you know, me working in TV, like we had a conversation prior to this podcast about, you know, working on love and hip hop. I'm mm-hmm. taking a whole different approach with it. I'm really like making it known who the fuck I am. Don't get me wrong. Right. But on the back end, let me just let people see me. Mm-hmm. And see what happens from that, you know? Yeah. That's that's a good way to not drive yourself crazy. Yes. Oh, my God. Because I feel like so many times when we want our dreams to come true and we want things to happen, we put too much pressure we on do. ourselves. And it really, it, it knocks off your focus because you're so focused on making things happen that you're forgetting to enjoy the moment. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, who would you say is your celebrity couple goals? Couple goals. I thought she was going to say celebrity crush. My, my hair is still <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, she don't put me on the spot because I would have to say it. But um, celebrity couple goals. This is gay or straight. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, this is very unconventional, but Oprah and Stedman. Really? Yeah. Why? Because. I was not expecting you to say that at all. I know. And it, I wasn't either. And I just had to be honest. And it came. And I thought Oprah and Stephanie, because she's such a powerhouse. And I don't ever want to look at myself as bigger or smaller than my partner. I feel like we, we are our own individual stars. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But I feel like Oprah keeps her relationship very, you know, they know who this person is. We mm-hmm. don't even know who, like, what role they play. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or what they're, they're, we don't know if they're married. We don't really know shit about them. Mm-hmm. But we know that they're an item. And we know them separately, individually, like, who they are personally. But she's still Oprah, and she's not defined by her relationship. But you know that this is who a part of, like, my gayness. You know, this relationship is a part of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, granted, while I'm very... I want to, I'm, I'm a rising in Leo, so I love showing off my partner, mm-hmm. but at the same token, I'm really, I want to, I want to maintain some level of sacrecy between me and my partner and not always have it on social media and everybody know. I want so you want that, like, so I always look at like, like Christy Pium and John Legend. Oh God. Okay. Like I love, I love them too. I <laughs> love their aspects of their relationship. It seems so real. Like the way they, she argues with him on Twitter and stuff like that. I think that's like it's so real. I like that too, yeah. Um, I'm I, cool with that. But I don't think that I could be in a situation like the Oprah instead, man, because I feel like 
Well, maybe, you know, from the outside looking we in. We don't know. We don't know. You and don't I, know. I and I don't think that I would want anybody to just look at my relationship and not know. I think I would want them to at least know that's, that's that there's love, fun there. We don't know what they do. They ha- probably have a good time they when do, them doors right. close. Yeah, and then me too, they are older than us, so it's a whole different era. Know, yeah, yeah. era. Mm-hmm. But what I you know, yeah, and I'm the same way. I know we're my 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 whole relationship is gonna be goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be goals for a But are they gonna viewers. be private goals? You never know because mm-hmm. we don't know nothing about Jay Z and Beyonce. We know enough. No, we don't. We don't know shit. We know. About a, we know a little bit. We know about Becky the good hair. That's it. That's it. And, that's just, <laughs> that's and then it, we that's got speculations from there. <laughs> right. We don't know shit. We know about that elevator. We don't know shit about the relationship. Mm-mm. But you have to know that they have something real. Yeah. You know, even fucking uh, Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats. You understand? And people probably dogged that woman. They did dog her. They did for they no reason. They drug her for no reason. But guess what? We are not supposed to be able to judge nobody. And sometimes people can be space fillers. I believe in them. Mm-hmm. You can just be holding my get my spot warm until I come in and Absolutely. bitch is by because I'm here. You gotta go. You gotta <laughs> <laughs> that ain't what Alicia did. I don't know what she did. <laughs> shit, I'm just saying no judgment. I don't give a fuck if she did or didn't. <laughs> So who is your celebrity crush? Cause you got a little, uh, a little uh, uh, tickled in your seat when you thought that question was being asked. Oh my god, I have a lot of celebrity crushes. Hmm. Um. And this is when I say I have a celebrity crush on these people. It's not that I think they're gay or nothing. It's just that I like them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think the number one that I have right now is Ro James. Like I'm so, like his music is like, if. I had a per- if I could come back as an artist and I had to come back as somebody and I don't think he gets half the recognition he deserves. Mm-hmm, but maybe it's his, his time is coming. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I think he's just beautiful in his artistry and, and I'm so attracted to creative. Mm-hmm. So it ain't really nothing about his physical. But then when it gets to his physical, he has his mysterious, you know, elusiveness that I'm attracted to because I like to figure shit out. And he's like he gives you that 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 air like oh figure me out type yeah, yeah and you you know i love that so yeah him always been a fan of chris brown i'm a huge chris brown fan fan mm-hmm. um who else do i have a celebrity crush on um uh my god yeah let's just leave it right there yeah you want to get to that <laughs> if you could pick one artist that you would work with who would it be okay wait Let's, can we wait? Because this this question is this a it's a real question. Okay, so any level or new artist or any level. Wow, any artist I could work with, it would have to be Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it would have to be. Mm-hmm. I know people are probably always choose. It would have to be her because, honestly speaking, I've had so many dreams about this woman. <laughs> and I know that sounds kind of crazy, but mm-hmm. I think you know we live in a metaphysical and physical reality. Mm-hmm. And in my dreams, it's like we fr- we I already have experienced a relationship with her. And, like, I'm her little brother, and she's coached me through. Because, honestly, in my eyes, I see my platform reaching a Beyonce status. Mm-hmm. And once I, like, fall into line with every aspect of myself, my physical body, and really am into my art, which I'm getting to, I'm kicking it into gear, I think that my I will be the male version of her um, and to be able to be myself with the Sam Smith energy. But I'm myself. I can see that. I can see that. Do you feel like in this industry um, that you have to change the style in which you date? Ooh. You, where do you, you get these questions from? Well, you know, I am a, uh, you know, 
journalist. Okay, you know, come heart, on, I'm a bomb ass host. I'm a bomb ass <laughs> host. Kudos, kudos, two snaps. <laughs> um, will I have to change my dating style? Is that what you have? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Probably. Absolutely. In I what way? So. In what ways? Because I mean, now we, the way okay. that we date in general, you know, sliding DMs, dating apps. Um, oh, it's going to be a bunch of sliding DMs when you make it because I think a lot of niggas are down low in the industry. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, do you, like, what ways do you feel like, you know, I'm going to have to change. I'm going to have to change this. I'm going to have to do this different. Like, because, you know, when you start fucking with niggas who got money and mm-hmm. got their shit together, and I'm, I'm, I'm noticing I'm around a lot more men who have money, mm-hmm. like money, money, and mm-hmm. assets and things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, they already move different. They just, it's like they're so calculated with how they move and i can only imagine that dating a man of that level he could be completely different in his dating life but i can only imagine that it's gonna be like oh step to this way he gonna be oh you wanna i want you to be here this time i'm gonna send you car service to bring you here Mm -hmm. that is nothing like what i fucking (laughs) experience on the level Mm -hmm. you know so yeah absolutely you don't get uber nowhere nigga It's like trying to fucking pull shit out of nigga ass and he constipated trying to get uh, an Uber. You ain't doing somewhere. something right then. They I Uber, mean, they I, Uber me out. Not. Give me some pointer shit. I will. They I Uber think I come off as too, um, being a man is hard. This is the only thing about being gay. It's kind of hard because mm-hmm. I'm open to loving my partner, whether top, bottom, whatever. Mm-hmm. I've been a bottom more, but I'm into pleasing my partner. Um, and I feel like the thing that I'm not, that I think bottoms have to be is submissive. Mm-hmm. You understand? I and might be submissive in the bedroom, but I'm not. And so when a man is dating me, he might play the top role, but I give top energy, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it has to be the right man. Like Jill Scott said this, mm-hmm. if you can tell me what to do, you can tell me what to do. But if you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to do. Mm, that's period. So that's probably why I'm not getting Ubers. Because <laughs> you can't <laughs> tell me what to do. Shit. I'll let you think you can tell me what to do. <laughs> Do you agree with like all these roles now when it comes to relationships? Are you in agreement to like gender roles? Um, why are you looking like that? <laughs> you got some great questions. <laughs> Do you think that relationships should have gender roles? I don't. I think that complicates things. I should. I want to fall in love with a bottom, and we we just penetrate ourselves <laughs> with toys or something because. I feel like there, if you think about it, like the roles that bottoms have played, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, oh, the more quote unquote feminine role, the, the keeping the things together, the house cook, you know, that type of shit. But I do it all. Yeah. So how can I even say that's all that, that I, one person should do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't, ex- don't want to put that much pressure on my partner. Yeah. I think that every relationship has, I don't like using gender roles. I think every relationship has roles right. and responsibilities. You're good at something. I'm good at something, you know, and they may be two opposite things. So mm-hmm. that's your role. That's my role. Yeah. Um, but like gender roles, yeah, that's a little hard to, I mean, there are certain things I don't like doing. I don't like taking out trash. I don't like pumping gas. That's fine. I take out the trash. I grew up around women. It's nothing. It's not, <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think about people that in your industry that have to maybe like sleep their way to the top? What are your thoughts on that? You know, again, no judgment, but mm-hmm. get it how you live. You know, we didn't slept with people without any intentions, mm-hmm. meaning like just fucking them. We met them one night, got drunk, whatever, fuck. So if you had to fuck them to get to where you was going, hey, can I do that? 
I'm realizing that sex has such a beautiful creative energy and is way more powerful than money. You can, if you use sex as a tool, mm-hmm. you definitely can get what you want. Um, and so I'm not opposed to it. I haven't really done it yet. I haven't used my sexual energy in that way. Maybe I'm learning. I was reading The Art of Seduction by Robert Greene. Mm-hmm. And it just teaches you the different ways to seduce. And oh. that's not even just with like dating, even with your art, you know, mm-hmm. learning how to add that, that level of seduction mm. that entices people. It's like, you know, the art of persuasion. Um, so, yeah, I think sex can be used as a tool to get what you leverage your dreams. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So do you use that same energy, do you think, when it comes to dating? What energy? Sexual what energy. Do you think that you put you put that on the table when you date? Not at first. Mm-hmm. I think naturally in my essence, I have a, a very sexual nature, mm-hmm. but I'm not like, that's not the first thing that you're going to know about, about me. Mm-hmm. Unless you just give me like, you know, you sexualize me and you project that onto me. Mm. Do you think that when you become this Grammy Award winning artist? Thank you. I receive uh, that. Because it's going to happen. Thank you. I receive it. And what it, do you think it will affect your sex life? In what way? Do you think that, you know, most people, when, when they become artists, I mean, people gravitate towards them so they have more sex. I know you're a lot different. You have a lot more emotion uh, tied to your mm-hmm. sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. I have had a lot of sex, too. You have had a lot of sex? <laughs> I have, thank you. But do you, <laughs> do you think that it would affect your sex life, being like a star? Do you think that it would enhance it, or do you think that you would be a little I more cautious? I pray to God it enhances it, because I am a freak. You know what I'm saying? Really? I am. Well, I know that, yeah. I really am. I be wanting to experience a lot of different shit sexually, and I still think that only I've only watched on porn, and I'm like, oh, my God. You want to try that? I had the balls to do it, <laughs> and maybe, I, you know, if I can really con- uh, create the environment, mm-hmm. you know, when I have, ex- you know, access to certain people, <laughs> I've Ooh. had these, mm-hmm. you know. So you got a knockoff sports. list when you get in the industry. Yeah, you know, we all do, I think. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Shit, I'm, I just want to know because these niggas in my DMs now. Like, let me see when I when niggas find out about me who gonna be in my DMs. You know what I'm saying? So, would you date another artist? Yes. Would you find it? Would you think it would be complicated? No. You think y'all would get each other? That's fun. I do. I'm. Do. I, I would be. I'm nervous about dating within the. And I've been on dates with people within the industry and mm-hmm. stuff, but I'm ner- nervous about something serious. I like. A corporate man. Oh wow! Really? That is excited. Like he's corporate, maybe entrepreneur or whatever. He, he has, might be in the same industry, but he's on a corporate on side. a corporate okay. yeah on a corporate side. So he has a he has a creative. I like his creative energy, but also he, like he has that corporate vibe. I got it. Okay. Um, and he then he feeds me. I feel like that. I get fed in a different way than when it's somebody else that is like after the same oh, thing. Absolutely. I'm after. I like the way you put that. I think that's true. Um, but for me, what it would be so popping if it could be like a, a jay-z and beyonce or uh a swiss beats and uh alicia keys or cardi b and fucking offset you mm-hmm. know or you know even though john legend i mean chrissy Teigen is in the singer but they're in the you know similar energy in, in, so i definitely think it would be dope if i could have that that energy is mm. having somebody feed your creative energy is like it's nothing everything, it's right? everything yeah it's everything people don't know how to and I think well that that allows you to decipher who's for you and who's not. Preach, I pay, preach I, I pay I pay attention to how you feed me in that particular okay. way, um, because I know that on this journey that we're on, first off, it's a very vulnerable 
oh, journey. Absolutely. Um, because sometimes we hear more no's than we hear yeses. Mm-hmm. And so the person that we need alongside of us is somebody that is going to feed us in a different way. Mm. Um, because we have those moments where we, it gets rough when people constantly tell you that you're not enough. Right, right. And in this industry, you hear it in so many different words. Mm-hmm. Um, so having somebody tell you and affirm to you, you are enough, baby. That's mm-hmm. just not the deal for right, you. Right, right. You get a different feeling. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's like, okay, I I, you need that. I agree. Um, so do you have a range in which you, age range in which you would date? Yes, I do. Um. I do like men that are older than I am. Um, it's just something about that, that 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 older age that just has this different mature level. Like he got his shit together. He know what he wants. He know who he is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That daddy energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think a young nigga. I ain't trying to go no long younger than I'm 29 now, so I really ain't trying to go no younger really than 25, 24. I didn't even I think that's still young, mm-hmm. but I've met a lot of 24, five year olds recently that have stepped to me better than guys that are 29. Man, I've had this conversation with a couple people on the podcast thus far. These young boys, yeah, like they different. I don't know, they're different, different. They different, different. <laughs> like they come at you a little strong, strong, and it's it's correct. Right. When they walk up to mm-hmm. you in a club, hey, can I take you for a drink really quick and have a conversation? Yeah, it's like, that's my experience lately. Yeah, really. but they like the 35, 40, they like, hey, yo, what's up? Right. Like, Honestly, that shit is, that is so true. I cannot agree with you anymore on that. Like, and it makes me nervous. Like, oh, my God, am I going to marry a baby? But shit, my grandmother, my grandma is 73, I think, 74. Her husband is like anywhere between six to eight years younger than her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can happen. My yeah. mom my mom had my mom tends to and date he got a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we end the podcast, we gotta have you answer questions out of the himbo. Okay. Right. So pick one question at a time. You're gonna pick three. Mm-hmm. Just shuffle. One? Yeah, you're gonna pick three. So oh, shuffle three. it up. Oh, that's my mm-hmm. birthday. Three thirty. You know I love the number three. Okay, one. Oh, this has been such a great experience. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for creating this platform for our community and everybody, actually. Mm -hmm. Because this is what I see this podcast doing for you, boo, is I see it bridge the gap between Mm -hmm. gay and straight and helping them, you know, the straight world who kind of maybe on the fence about gay people don't really know. The moment that one of them gets a hold of your one of these podcasts, Mm -hmm. it's just going to do a a trickle effect. And then. It's going to have that. bridge that gap. So, yeah, I'm happy for you doing this. Thank you. Th- you know, the purpose is for people to understand the way we think, the way we date. See? I like how you um, And the commonalities. Get your questions, boo. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Glass of wine or a shot of Hennessy? After these fucking hangovers I've been having lately, fuck liquor. Give me wine. <laughs> <laughs> Please give me some wine. I'm over feeling, like you said, 30. You hit 30 and the next thing you know, bitch. Everything stopped working. Period. <laughs> okay. How do you feel about getting to know more than one guy at a time? I'm definitely open to it because shit, it's just like eating. I don't just eat the same shit all, every day, all day. I want to try multiple things. That would be a question that I would get. <laughs> and, <laughs> but also, I, I believe I told you I believe in circle dating. Everybody knows that. I believe in like circle dating. I, I did not know that. I would well, not. You know, I believe that you should circle date and get to know more than one person at one time. You know, I'm not the type of person like. To sit back a and serial do serial Yeah. Well, I am a serial dater. I like oh, to think. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm sorry, boo. Sorry. <laughs> my bad. 
<laughs> Go ahead. What's you ready for the next one? I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. a good point. You're good. Do you, you remember? No. Okay. Thoughts on dating apps. That was lame. I thought that should be a, um, I'm, geez, let's call them fucking apps, okay? <laughs> Do you feel like you can find love the, on dating apps? Yeah, I know people who have. I believe anything's possible. Because mm-hmm. if I'm on them and I know what type of person I am, then it's got to be somebody on there that's like me. You just got to filter through the bullshit. Right, right. Yeah. I think that as millennials, um, I like how you said to ask millennials. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's a form of getting to know somebody that we we, we have to have because we're busy. We're different than yeah. our parents. Our parents put love and family before career and everything mm-hmm. else. We flipped it. We, we like career, education before family love. So I feel like we necessarily, where our parents met their booze at church mm-hmm. or at the grocery store. When we mm-hmm. at the grocery store, we are there to get groceries. And we out. And we even out. We not even focus. We at church. We are right. there to get a word, and then we out. Uh, so I feel like we need apps because if you run into somebody at the grocery store and you see them, then they see you on dating app. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I see you at the grocery store. Oh, for real? Because right. I was getting my right. chicken. I wasn't even paying attention. Right, but let's take it back, though, to that, mm-hmm. that organic. Because that's how you're going to get to know somebody. But I feel like our generation organic is... Apps. Apps. That's Social media. That's what somebody said it was supposed to be for this time. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is somebody who has influence is to switch it back. But truly, with us being so focused on career and our dreams, how else this will we really have This is what I'm going to say to you, Jen. Mm-hmm. In the event, like I told you, like how I'm taking my hands off mm-hmm. of the steering wheel, right? So what that means is when I do go to the grocery store, mm-hmm. if I'm open, and then you give off a different energy. Say for instance, you just... And I always attract people regardless. Like, yes, that is true. And I am in the grocery store. I am focused. But still, it'll be that one bitch that's like, excuse me. I was just seeing how you grabbed this water off this <laughs> shelf. And you just reminded me. You know, people just come strike up conversation with mm-hmm. you. So, um, but just taking a moment before you walk, like, okay, what if when I walk in this motherfucker, I meet somebody that can change my motherfucking life? Right. What if you go into the grocery store with, you to get your steak or your vegetables. But what if while you in the produce section, you meet that one person that can help change your life. That could be a partner or a business, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm saying. So we don't go into the with that mind frame. When you are around other people, and this is what I have really. When I was driving into Uber before I started working, is taking advantage of people being in my space. Right, right. Or me entering in their space and seeing who the fuck this person is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like let me get to know them and having myself open. I just want to be open. And you should. I think I have that mindset too. Like I want to be open to dating. And finding love and letting it, let it come to me. Um, but dating apps to me are also are a tool, an easier tool I to think get so. to know people. Pick one more question. Let's get you Uh-oh, something good. Oh, shit. I feel special, special. Do you get the other people <laughs> to pick an extra question? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Ooh, we just talked about it. Do you like to be the dominant or submissive partner in a relationship? And does that Ooh. mean sex or relationship? Both. Okay. Um, I do like being a submissive partner in sex. Mm-hmm. I think it's something so sexy because mm-hmm. even in submission, you're still dominant. Mm. Okay. That's a word. Come on. Um, but I do like to be low key dominant because I'm that nigga. Mm-hmm. I look at myself as this thing. And so in a relation, that's what I'm saying. Like it's been hard for me to play that little damsel. I don't want to be a damsel in distress, but mm. just to play that role where, oh, but I mean, I got my, I can buy my own drink. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's my energy, but I want to see how I can change it to be like, let a nigga buy my drink because mm-hmm. I'm tired of spending my coins. <laughs> <laughs> well, Quash, thank you for thank coming you. by. Thank you. I enjoyed it. I feel like we can't have this conversation 
over and over yeah. again and continue the conversation. But let the me. let the people know um, where they can find you, where they can find your music. Yeah, so as of right now, um, I am Quasilon, um, Q-U-A-Z-I-L-A-O-N. I almost forgot how to spell my own name <laughs> for a second. Q-U-A-Z-I-L-A-O-N. And I'm on Instagram. I do have Twitter, but I'm not active on Twitter. <laughs> Go on Instagram because there you'll find my link to um you know title for my music i'm on title i'm on apple um music i'm on amazon music i'm on youtube i'm on spotify um and it's just my name q-u-a-z-i-l-a-o-n with the period on the end because it's an expression okay for sure well thank you guys for listening and as always um please be sure to follow us on instagram at we find him if you ever want to be a guest be sure to dm us or you can email us at info at wefindhim.com. If you are looking for love and you want me to be your matchmaker, you can go to our website, www.wefindhim.com, and click on our services. Thank you, Quaz, for stopping Thank by you. as always. Um, and be sure to like, share this episode. I feel like it can touch a lot of people. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Let's see what I feel happens. like people need to hear this. Um, so, once again, thank you, Quaz, for stopping by. Um, And we will talk to you guys soon. Take care of yourselves.